Butter Studios in New Brighton, Minnesota. I'm Ann Lundholm, and this show has everything. Childhood ailments in adults, West Coast mother-daughter bonding plans, the reveal of the Tishi Munchy Madness final matchup, cake as light as a cloud, and so much more. We're putting on our aprons and heading back to the Tishi Kitchens to make one of my favorite cake recipes, angel food. And joining me in all their egg-separating glory, they're the Tishi Coven, but as far as I'm concerned... They're all angels. <laughs> From middle-aged Mama Studios in Austin, Texas, it's Hillary Livingston Butler. Good evening, Hillary. Good evening, Anne. I'm not an angel, you know that. Oh, you were <laughs> polishing your halo before I saw it. <laughs> From Money Pit Studios in Detroit, Michigan, it's Meredith, the MVH Van Horn. Good evening, Meredith. Good evening, Anne. I'm definitely an angel. Yes, you, you are. <laughs> The cats, I cannot vouch for. <laughs> They're the little devils on my shoulder. And from, once again, question mark, no name studios in Linwood, Washington, it's the nice lady, Christy Wise. Good late afternoon, Christy. <laughs> Hello. I'm mostly witch, but with a little angel. Yeah. Just a dollop. We'll take what we can get. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the plan for today's show is to start with a little small talk. Take a look in the mailbag and see what you guys thought about appetizers. Yes, you had opinions. <laughs> Head into the Tishi Kitchens for some exciting field audio. Make some Tishi recommendations and let you know how you can get involved with the show. Well, Hillary, take us into it. All right. On to some small talk. We have a Tishi Munchie Madness update in which we need music behind it, but we do not have it, but that's okay. Someday we will we'll create it. Um I, like I was saying, it, I, I felt like, you know, a lot of the defeats that happened were kind of like, oh, wow, that was surprising. And but the final two that came up, I feel are, are the logical two. Do, do you feel that way, guys? I don't know. I'm not exactly sure what I was expecting out of this, given that all of my picks last week lost. I yeah. <laughs> like didn't know how to feel about any of this. I yeah. feel confused. Okay, so it was Lucky Charms v. Cinnamon Toast Crunch, and Cinnamon Toast Crunch won. And can you tell us what the results were on that? Cinnamon Toast Crunch crushed the leprechaun. 92.9% wow. of the vote. Gee. I'm glad. That's that's kind of an upset, I feel like, because Lucky Charms is like a like a first-tier cereal. It just goes to show you, Cinnamon Toast Crunch is awesome. Yeah, it it is is awesome, and I feel like it's one of those things. As as an, I didn't have it really as a kid, but as an adult, when I had it, I was like, "Fuck, this is so good!" Like it kind of like dawned on me how good it was. Whereas Mm -hmm. Chunky Loms were things that were around my house (laughs) or easy, more easily accessible. Um, yeah, I'm not going to lie. All this cereal talk. Bobby said he he you know last week he bought those Reese's bunny puff things oh, and yeah. he, he said that all the cereal um talk was having an effect on him when i was at the grocery store last weekend i walked down the cereal aisle and i stood in front of the cinnamon toast crunch for a very long time <laughs> you should yeah. have gotten it well i bought kicks because i'm going to make kicks marshmallow treats oh mm. yes and i i just you know- i felt like i couldn't have another trash cereal in the house at the same time <laughs> yeah yeah it's, it's a little overkill i actually now that i'm looking okay so the next um the 
the next matchup is Frost and Mini Wheats v. Checks. I am sort of surprised that Frost Mini Wheats won because mm-hmm. I thought kind of like what Christy said that Checks can go into, you know, it's sweet, it's savory, it's whatever you make of it. And Frost and Mini Wheats are kind of like what they are. Well, maybe it's going back to childhood. Like yes. this was as close as people's parents got <laughs> to yeah. letting them get the forbidden fruit cereals was the shredded wheat with a little bit of powdered sugar on it. Mm-hmm. So this one wasn't as close. It was yeah. frosted mini wheats, 56.3% to 43.8. Right. Which actually adds up to more than 100, but rounding, rounding. Yes, people. rounding, mm-hmm. rounding. All right. So the next matchup, the final matchup, Cinnamon Toast Crunch v. Frosted Mini Wheats. Who will win? I feel like I know who's going to win, but we'll see. I've been proven well, wrong before. One has cinnamon sugar and one has <laughs> sh- regular sugar on it, yeah. powdered sugar. So, and wheat, we'll you know, I guess. Have you had the different flavored ones, though? No. I saw, okay, during my trek down the um, cereal aisle, thank you for saying that, Christy, because you mm. reminded me. I saw, I believe it was Dolce de Leche Cinnamon Toast Crunch. What? Oh, I was talking about the different shredded wheat. Oh, (laughs) I don't fuck with shredded wheat. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) I want to make that the title of the show. Um, They have a strawberry and a blueberry one that's pretty good, and then like a cinnamon one. So it's like you're getting. Both cereals in one cinnamon hmm. toast crunch in a shredded wheat. Yeah, but it, it's, it's. I don't know. How okay, I feel about that. Just shredded wheat is just hard to eat. Yes. Don't you guys all Chewy, love triscuits or whatever they're? Wheat? Yeah, but it's yeah. that's thin and flat. That's easy. It's it's and you not can put a cheese pillow. on it. <laughs> yeah, the density, the like. Um, the volume, I think that's, I don't know if I'm using the right measurement. That's involved yeah. in it. Yeah. <laughs> the shredded wheat, wheat, that's some some tough going sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I look forward to the final update. Yep. For sure. Um, okay. And next in small talk, this is just me using a podcast for my own personal um, value. Um, I am taking Bridget for her birthday, her birthday present. For herself and for me, I'm the one that was in labor when she was born, so I can <laughs> right. You did all the work. Well. Yeah, <laughs> I did. Well, well I don't know what kind of push present did you get from Dave? Disgusting. Absolutely God. not. <sighs> no. Um, I stayed home for a year and a half. That was like about the that, and that was really expensive. So that was my push present. But uh, my retroactive push present is that I am taking Bridget to San Francisco for Easter weekend. I mean, it's not because like we're celebrating the resurrection of christ or whatever um it's more because i wanted to go on a trip and that was it seemed like a good time to go where else are you going to celebrate our risen lord other than fisherman's oh, wharf yeah, yeah. With, with sourdough bre- bread i was gonna say with a bread bowl <laughs> um, appropriate. um so anyway anybody that has recommendations for San Francisco with a 10-year-old, I would love to have them. I lived in the Bay Area for two years, um, but that was hmm, 20 years ago. So, And I haven't really been back since, I think, like, 2008 was the last time I was there. So I would love – I know Christy's giving me some. We're going to the Exploratorium for sure. Mm -hmm. And I have, like, a – baton death march that i like to take people on like we just walk grant street like all the way up to fisherman's wharf Mm because if the weather's nice it's it's a it's cool because it takes you through you know chinatown and 
Mm-hmm. Uh, it just takes you to through a lot of cool different neighborhoods. So anyway, I I am doing those, but I any other you know racks well, I would love to have. You you have to go to Sun and Garden. Oh yes, yes, yes. Okay. I have that. I showed Bridget the Instagram, and she was like, "We're going." Yeah, I still think about that lobster Benedict I had, and I don't <laughs> normally like lobster. I'm yeah. like, I'm more of crab, but. Oh my gosh. I still wake up and like, oh, I'm still trying to chase it. I'm trying to chase the dragon. <laughs> I'm trying to find places around here that have something similar. And you would think that they would have something, something similar in Seattle. There are, but it's just not the same. Yeah. Well. <laughs> and they have drinks with like cotton candy coming out of them and like <laughs> drinks with like glitter and mermaids. So subtle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally. <laughs> yes. It's full for Instagram. Like yes. they even have a chair with a ring light that you can take pictures of yourself. So they don't even pretend. Um, No, I'm very, 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 very excited. And the weather so far seems like it's going to be good. And I'm going to see some old friends. And yeah, I'm really excited. But any other wrecks, we're going to go see the Full House house. We have that. That has been requested. (laughs) Also, she said, can we get sushi there? And I'm like, yes, we can get sushi in San Francisco. I think we can probably find a place to go (laughs) sushi. I'm pretty sure. Anyway, so I'm excited, but yeah, any wrecks. Um, Meredith, back to babies. You're an infant? I am a little baby. Um, <laughs> the reason I wasn't on the show last week, I had to drop out at the last minute because for, I don't know, starting I think Sunday of last week, I started to, my, my ear started to like irritate me a little bit. It wasn't that painful, but it was like itchy in a way that I couldn't get to. And so I was like, mm, this isn't great. So I just kind of like, I put some, some like mineral oil in it and I rinsed it out in the shower and I tried to be delicate with it, but it was getting worse. And then it started to hurt pretty bad on last Thursday and my doctor couldn't get me in for two and a half weeks. I was like, no, 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 no. I don't think I can live like this for two and a half weeks and it's clearly getting worse. So I decided to go to the walk-in clinic, which is like urgent care, but like not as bad and it was a i mean it's not like you not as urgent yeah it's not <laughs> urgent but they were open until 8 p.m so i was like okay i'll do that um and it was actually a pretty quick visit and they looked in my ear just like for half a second was like oh yeah you've got swimmers ear i was like what <laughs> i haven't been swimming, swimming. <laughs> yeah and <laughs> I, went, I texted my mom and she was like have you been swimming <laughs> no um but i looked it up and it's apparently more common in non-swimmers because it's just it just means that like you got an infection in the outer ear it's not behind the eardrum like you did you know like when you need tubes or when you have a cold and it affects your ears um but i was just sort of blown away because i didn't it makes sense but i just didn't realize that adults got ear infections really mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> it's kind of dumb but i just never thought about it um and so i have to i am still putting drops in my ears four times a day so 10 days of antibiotics in my ears um, i know four times a day is a lot that's it's too crazy. many times yeah. It's basically every four hours while I'm awake is what I'm doing. I have a thing set on my phone for every four hours. This is all because you are allergic to um, penicillin or antibiotics, right? Well, I think this is the treatment anyway, because it's like, it's just eardrops. And because I don't need to take like a pill because it's not that kind of infection. Oh, okay. So it's just in my ear canal. 
Um, so I think this is what it would be anyway, but I am allergic to like four antibiotics. So this, this isn't one of them luckily. Um, but I, I do like spend a lot of time with my head cocked to the side and a cotton Mm. ball sticking out of my (laughs) ear. Um, so that, that's kind of, it's kind of annoying. Oh, I just got the, the, uh, eight o'clock reminder that it's time for my ear ducts. It's going to have to wait. You gotta wait. (laughs) Yeah. I've had a couple of ear infections as mostly an adult. I think I had one when I was 17 and then one maybe when I was 22 or 23. And the first one that I had this at a senior in high school, I remember waking up at like two 30 in the morning and the pain was just like, I just lay in my bed kind of crying quietly mm-hmm. until my dad got up he, going into my parents' Aww. bedroom and waking them up for any reason uh, was just not something I ever would have considered. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so suffer. I had to wait until he got up and, you know, then my mom couldn't get me into the see the doctor until like eleven that morning, and it was just so incredibly Ugh. painful. Mm-hmm. But I remember that afternoon just lying on my bed, on the ear that was hurting, and just sobbing again <laughs> quietly. Yeah. And then I felt a little pop, and liquid trickled out my ear, <laughs> and it instantly felt a lot better. Yeah, I bet. So well, it's funny because my sister and my brother both had multiple rounds of tubes in their ears. My sister sneezed one time, and it came out. Like, oh God, they were just so so like wimpy about it. Um, but I, they would they had ear infections constantly. Um, and I remember my sister just screaming and screaming, especially when she was a little baby. Um, and it, it seems awful. And I've never had an ear infection like that. Now, this did remind me that I, I had, I had this, I had swimmers ear one time when I was five. And I think I've told the story before about my disastrous week at, at day camp when I was five. And I, I think, I think I brought it up because they called us kinder campers and I was so <laughs> irritated by that. I, w- I felt so talked down to and so demeaned and they also made us take naps and I didn't take naps anymore. Oh yes, I remember we did talk so about yeah. this. Very yeah, upset yeah, yeah. about that and and I didn't really understand in retrospect why I was so grumpy about it. Th- that's not enough reason to be miserable for a week but my mom said, well, you had swimmer's ear the whole time and I didn't know. <laughs> Because we were swimming in like a dirty pond, yeah. like a dirty stagnant <laughs> yes. pond at camp with a yeah. bunch of little kids. So of course I got something, you yes. know? Yeah. But that's why I was so unhappy the whole time. And so when I texted her about it, she was like, have you been swimming? And I was like, no, just in a dirty pond at day camp. She, was like, <laughs> she said, you don't have to go back. <laughs> uh, no, mom, I know. It's okay. She feels, I think she feels responsible, even though that doesn't make any sense. No. <laughs> well, as a, as a parent, how can you not? I, yeah. I, Having had a couple of these ear infections, I have so much sympathy for babies. Yes, yeah, crying yeah. and screaming, and they have no means other than the crying and screaming to tell you that anything's wrong. Like as a parent, how would you not feel bad that you didn't understand yeah. that your baby was in pain? I know. Yeah, they're like the most. I said this about Rory because at, when Meredith told us about it, I was like, you know, Rory had tubes, but he's been great ever since. And then the other day, he was like, my ear hurts, and I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, but I, as I say about both of my kids, they're unreliable narrators about their own realities. So <laughs> I'm like, wait, does it hurt now? And he's like, no. And then he's like, now it hurts. I'm like, okay, when did I don't understand. So he's also going to the doctor tomorrow to get his ear looked at. My mom tells a story about when I was, I don't know, like two or three. And one day I just wouldn't stand on my leg. 
and like wouldn't put any weight on it and was limping around and she was like what's wrong with my child and i I can't remember i think she took me to the doctor and they were like heck if we know and then the next day i was fine so yeah yeah. like who knows i know i know i that was i dave reiterated it but i remember it was like as a parent like both good and bad nothing lasts forever for the Mm -hmm. most part like you just have to remember it's like health kind of stuff non-serious health stuff or just like behaviors where you're like why are they doing this this is what the rest of their life is going to be and it's like then they stop doing it a couple weeks later (laughs) yeah my sister-in-law sent some pictures of my nephews yesterday and i said to her oh that i can tell that they just adore each other and they're always so happy to be one another oh, and she said She's like, yeah no. i only send the cute pictures <laughs> i know <laughs> i don't send the ones where we have endless discussions about taking turns and sharing oh, jesus christ yeah i know it's they're either like sometimes bridget will be really sweet to rory and she like he didn't want to go to baseball practice and she really like talked him through it got him to go and then sometimes she's such a fucking bitch to him that i'm like you're such a big sister like why are you being so rude to him? for no reason you're like bullying him right now Ugh. it's a big sister's prerogative yes i know i know she's such a big sister it's so weird like parenting an oldest child because i'm obviously not the oldest child i'm like what are you doing you're such a bully Ugh. anyway no. She's got to teach him the ways of life. That's what the older does. kids do. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's totally true. And he has such like Stockholm syndrome when it comes to her. He's like, whatever she says. He's like, yes, mm-hmm. Bridget. Unless yeah. it pisses him off. But mostly, yes, Bridget. Um, okay. Should we move on to the mailbag? Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, we got a lovely voice memo from Ted, and I will play it right here. Hey there. It's Ted from Chicago. Uh, boy, so mask wearing in Chicago is optional now. So, of course, what could possibly happen being winter and colds are ripping through? I'm still wearing a mask, but everybody else isn't. So, you know, of course, I got a cold. It was super nice. Not have a cold or a flu for over two years. That was friggin' awesome. So I really enjoyed that. Um, sorry it had to end. So, but I don't think it's, well, who knows? But it seems like just a... Just the stuff he knows. Anyways, um, something that Anne mentioned about a restaurant near her, and she wondered if they survived the pandemic. And this made me think of this pizza place called Barnaby's. And it was there, I don't know, in the 70s when I was growing up. My family went there all the time. It was like kind of a weird place, very dark, like the physical atmosphere of a dive bar. I mean, you know, very low lighting, you know, all dark wood. Um, you know, seating and walls. And they had these, uh, there's only like two windows to the outside and they were like the fake stained glass, you know, plastic with scenes of families dressed in colonial clothing eating pizza, which was always weird. But what was interesting about this place is that it survived all the way to 2020. I mean, it could have gone for close to 50 years. Um, but then when the pandemic hit in March 2020, pff, closed and they have not reopened. And that was like my favorite pizza place. Um, you know, what was cool about it is that it never changed. Ne- no 90s update. No checking with the times. It was just pizza and beer. No hard liquor. So families could go, you know, and it, they were close to a minor league hockey stadium. So... You know, whenever there was games, they get a big crowd, and they get a big crowd a lot. So, I was 
I was just wondering, you know, they didn't survive. And it's like, man, they go for 50 years and then get whacked by the pandemic. Anyways, um, so that was interesting. Um, boy, as far as apps, um, I, I'm just, I'm just a bread guy. You know, if there's like some awesome bread bring to the table, I am just all for that. I don't really care about the other stuff, you know, so it goes. That's me. Um, as far as the cereal contest, um, I, I, the, it wasn't updated on the website. Uh, that's okay. I, I don't, as long as, uh, what was it? The, the teeth killing cereal, um, that died, which was good. I think it was developed by the Association of Evil Dentists, um, and Life Died, which was good. If Chex is still in it, that's my, that's my go-to. Um, but anyways, um, it has been great talking to you. I've really enjoyed the show. Um, it get listen, you know, it shows up at 10 p.m. on Sunday, and I start listening until I have to go to bed. Sometimes I get all the way through it, but usually, you know, Monday morning it's done. Um, but thank you again for taking the time to do this. I really appreciate it. Um, you guys really put on a great show. Thanks again. Bye. I have so much to say about this voice memo. I don't. Can we talk about the colonial pizza place? <laughs> yes, it made me laugh. I was sitting at work and I started laughing when I was listening to it. Uh, it sounds awesome. I wish it hadn't closed. I would love to go there. Colonial, colonial anything modern is funny. Like colonial yes. pizza. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I mean, what would be on Colonial Pizza? A lot of tubers or... (laughs) Applets and cotlets. Ew! (laughs) Would that be the dessert pizza? Yes. (laughs) Quote, unquote. Ew. Ew. Repulsive. Um, But yes, thank you, Ted, for sending it in. Mm -hmm. We appreciate it. Um, all right. And we got a note from Thea that says jalapeno poppers with a raspberry sauce to make them nice and wet about what her favorite appetizer wet. is. <laughs> I, I completely forgot about jalapeno poppers. I know. That's true. I don't know about it with raspberry sauce. That's a, that's a it's twist. Good. For, okay. It's good. I've had that. Yeah. It that sounds nice. a bit like the thing that Bobby was talking about. The Melba sauce. Oh, right. Right. Yep. Right. 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 You know, I can see that being good and. If you have like a jalapeno popper with like cream cheese or whatever, mm-hmm. but yeah, that could be a that could be a good combo. Mm. Interesting. I'm just glad Thea's with me and Hillary about having our food wet. <laughs> I, I really, I, I can't eat it not wet. Like I can't just eat like like people who don't like salad dressing. I mean, I remember as um, you know, like a teen, and I'm like trying to be like conscious you know everybody's Mm -hmm. like can i have light dressing on the side or whatever and i would get it on the side and i'm like can i have some extra dressing as well though yeah (laughs) i'll take take her dressing and yeah Yeah, i had a a co-worker who used to bring what he called his rabbit food every day and it was like a was it a quart at least that was just like um it was the standard green salad mix, the one that has the little carrot shavings yeah. and mm-hmm. the red cabbage shavings and stuff. And then he would just, on top of that, he would just put a bunch of extra vegetables to like munch on, and he ate the whole thing dry. And I, oh, oh. oh. what? How do you do that? Is he a psychopath? Like, <laughs> no. Salad is boring. There's enough. something wrong Come with on. him. 
I, salad, was, well, all salad is is a mechanism to get dressing into yes, what I write. As far as I'm concerned. <laughs> the dressing makes or breaks it, too, because... Like I, somebody was talking about honey mustard on something, and I really mm-hmm. like honey mustard, but it is it is very TBD. Like honey mustard can mm-hmm. be the best, yes. and it can also mm-hmm. be the worst. Mm-hmm. And actually, like, so uh, is ranch. Ranch can be like light ranch is disgusting. Ugh. Like, ugh. Ugh. like I like the idea of a honey mustard, or or when you get a honey mustard dressing, like if you get a bagged salad at the grocery store that comes with honey mustard. Like I love the idea, but then you get it and it's sort of weird and gloopy. Yes, yeah, and I'm yep. not into that. No, I agree. The best one to buy is uh some uh something called Ken's. Oh yeah, Ken's oh, is good. Ken's. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Ken knows what he's doing. Yeah, yep. he does. Ken's jumping over Paul Newman. Yep. He's like, "Fuck you, Paul." Yeah, Ken's taking over now. Yeah, it's not organic. There's nothing organic about a bright yellow dressing. <laughs> it's okay. Yep. Um, okay, moving on. Continuing, I guess, with the question of the week responses. Um, yes, y'all had opinions. Um, Tier says stuffed jalapenos, which you know, in the same yep. line yep. as the. Uh, uh, Kelly says, if it's a homemade summertime app, I love roasted tomato and, a, and basil on a fresh ricotta, ricotta crostini. Sounds fancy, but not. Mm-hmm. Sounds, sounds fancy. delicious. It sounds, <laughs> it sounds like a meal. Yeah, Damn. totally. Totally. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Bree says, the Italian nachos from Old Chicago. <laughs> I don't I know, know Italian. Ch- I need to look at this. I don't know what Old Chicago is. Oh, it's like a pizza uh, yeah. and sandwich type oh, place. Okay. Okay. It's not that good, but maybe the Italian nachos. Where is it? Like, where where do we know about this? Well, they have them here. (laughs) Thank you, Meredith. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, Anne Louise says deviled eggs. I hate making them. I love eating them. I love eating them so much. There's so much work. I know. My mom has this sort of like patented, like. She's having a not a fancy party, but like a daytime ladies' party, like a bridal shower or wedding sh- or a, a baby shower or something. She makes three things always. She makes deviled eggs, um, chicken salad, and it's the kind of chicken salad that like takes fucking forever to bake because you have to have like bone in and you know mm, not in the shred salad, it, shred so. it. Yeah. yeah, it's delicious. But then she makes my least favorite, and this is like R.I.P. Mike. She makes tomato aspic, and everybody Ew, loves it. Why? And I'm always like, Bleh. and she always tries tomato to make me. <laughs> she tries to make me Stop eat it. And I'm like, it I'm like, no. Happen. My dad loves it. So V8 right. in a mold. <laughs> gross. <laughs> so gross. <laughs> Sorry, mom. I don't like it. Um, Lane says, I'm from Wisconsin, so I'm legally required to say cheese curds. The craft beer battered deep fried ones made from local squeaky clean cheese curds. None of this mass produced crap. Otherwise, falafel or testonies. Lane is correct yeah. about the cheese curds. <laughs> it's funny how, like, when you get good ones, how how noticeably better they are Yep. than, I like, never... the, what, the whatever grocery store ones. I don't think I've ever had cheese curds. I mean, I've had... What? I've had the squeaking I... is really fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is. I've had, whatchamacallit, um, you know, I've been to Montreal, so I've had... Um, oh, poutine? poutine? Poutine, but that's... As- with That's like different. on top of French fries, but yeah, there's a lot going on with poutine. Yes, yes. Yeah. I was scared, but it was fine. Um, I mean, what's not to be fine? It's yeah, gravy, exactly. It's cheese, it's fries, fries. Yeah. It's all good. Um, Kalina says mozzarella sticks are a perfect food. I love you, Kalina. <laughs> <laughs> I like the solidness 
of your opinion. I love mozzarella sticks so much, but they give me such a stomach ache. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. It's a lot of dairy. Well, it's a lot of fat because yeah. they don't have a gallbladder. I oh, think that's right. 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 It's right. real tough to, to get through there. Yeah. Meredith is not on the keto diet. <laughs> I think you might die if you're yeah. on it. <laughs> Just never eat again. I guess it would work. Um, Chris says, nothing surpasses a platter of antipasto from Sergio's in Denville, New Jersey. My first Christmas Eve with my girlfriend's family, they all warned me, don't fill up on the antipasto. Honestly, I still can't see the wisdom in that advice. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that. Like, I, I think that they've gone. I didn't mention this because it's like... It's become ridiculous. I do um, love a which call it a uh, uh, charcuterie platter. Like I love it, but the like craftiness and the like Instagraminess of a charcuterie platters now are it's out of control. Like it's out of control. I like a meat and cheese plate and some olives and shit and crackers, but like <laughs> don't try to get all fancy with me. It, it, it irritates me. Oh, you should have seen the ones that my sister-in-law's sister made at Christmas, like in a perfect Christmas tree shape. Oh my lord! Like lines of it was beautiful. Oh, they're gorgeous. They're gorgeous. I will happily participate in eating them. I'm not participating in creating them though, because I don't know why. It's It's like no one's got time for that. No, let me cross that off. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Gregory, who's that guy? Um, says, I was recently unmoored by a food allergy discovery, so I'm ha- going to have to downgrade from all of them to the ones that won't kill me. I'll always pick one I haven't tried or something I know I like, so I don't really form singular favorites. Well, So what we're saying is <laughs> shrimp cocktail goes off the list. Uh, yeah. That's, yeah. Goodbye. We got his EpiPen <laughs> from the pharmacy the other day. Oh, so dang. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. wait so the shrimp cocktail is back on then the doctor uh, <laughs> she's she was like well you should have an EpiPen anyway just in case but also if you feel like you want to eat those foods and he was like no <laughs> i'm not do going that. to like, what are you talking about <laughs> i just have to have i just the must shrimp. have shrimp or i'll die uh, uh no i must have shrimp and i'll <laughs> die, and I'll die. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, Tanya says, I love a queso dip, something fierce. I get you, girl. Oh, Hillary, I've been thinking about Torchies. Oh, mm. so good. That queso. That oh one magical gosh. time I went to Torchies by myself in Austin. Oh, the queso so good. One time, um, it was New Year's Day, and of course, we were hungover, and I was like, Dave, go get Torchies. And I just said, I want the, there's a taco called the Democrat, <laughs> but it is actually really good. Oh, yeah, I used um, to get that one a lot. <laughs> it's so good. And he came back and he, I guess I didn't specify, but like, fuck that. He didn't get queso. And I was like, where's the queso? What? So, well, you didn't tell me to get queso. I'm like, no. That is oh, a given. That's default. Yeah. You don't, I don't need to tell you this. I don't did he go back? A, did you make him go back? It was so long ago. I feel like I did. Like, because I feel like, like I was just hung over enough that I was like, I'm tired. You have to go back. Yeah. I need this. I need the grease. And um, learn from this mistake. Yes, like, please. <laughs> please. Um, Anne says spring rolls. Actually, spring rolls are really good. Mm-hmm. I like an egg roll, like a spring roll. I remember when spring rolls, it was like the fancy egg rolls, but they're, right. or they're like healthy egg rolls. And you're like, they're not really. But Oh, no, no. But they're delicious. Um, Kristen says, I'm a Texan, so queso naturally. Yes, she's uh-huh. my fellow South Austinite. What's up, Kristen? She has a really cute uh, golden retriever that I'm coveting, though I don't want a puppy, but her golden retriever is really cute. Um, Erica says, I like a pot sticker. Well, so do I. Mm. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can go for uh, a pot sticker. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer says, calamari, preferably in wine sauce rather than the fried kind, but I'll take that in a pinch and spring rolls. Wow. I don't know that I've ever had non-fried calamari. I don't either. I don't either. I mean, I have in some stuff, I'm sure, but as an appetizer, I don't yeah. think I have. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I like calamari, but it's just so chewy. So chewy. Because it's done wrong. Yeah. I don't feel like it has much of a taste other than deep fried. And dipping it into yeah. like and marinara, marinara sauce. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when it's overcooked, it gets chewy. Oh. It's not supposed to be. Oh. Um, Kate says, big pretzels with cheese dip. Mm. Yeah. Same. Yeah. It's pretty good. Uh, Carolyn says, this is a platter. Oh, I, I, she posts, she posted a link. This is a platter of fried zucchini from Franco's Ristorante in Pittsburgh. They are thinly sliced lengthwise, salted, breaded with milk and flour and deep fried. These are, (laughs) (laughs) these are not those thick wedges tossed in panko and old oil. They are salty and sweet and go great with both marinara sauce for a bit of the, or a bit of fresh lemon juice as shown. I may have had my wedding rehearsal dinner here just to have some fried zucchini to calm my nerves. Legend says the recipe was created by uh, Franco Tambellini, who is the head of the dynasty of the Pittsburgh area restaurants. His descendants still run restaurants in the area to this day. Uh, and then she posted an older article about the restaurant. That is very cool. Oh, it's basically, yeah. you know, fried pickles, but without the brine, I guess. I don't like this show and tell, Carolyn. <laughs> <laughs> if I can't get at it. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Okay. Daniel says, Applebee's chicken wonton tacos hit the spot whenever I'm there. If we're talking Asian places, how do you say this? I've never known how to say this. Gyoza? Gyoza? Gyoza. Yeah. Or pan-fried dumplings. However, the best appetizer I've ever had were the bacon-wrapped goat cheese stuffed dates at Citrus City Grill in Orange, California. So goddamn delicious. Wow. Is that near San Francisco, Hillary? (laughs) You know, I have, I know. What if I made a little journey? Guys, we have to go down here. <laughs> Bridgie, come on. She would love it. Actually, she would love it. She would be very is, into it. Is she adventurous of yes. an eater enough to have like a goat cheese? Yeah, oh yeah. She's super adventurous. She's opinionated but not picky. Like she knows hmm. what she likes and she knows what she doesn't like, but she will try anything. Like she's not like opposed and she really not that this matters, but she can really tolerate um spice. Whereas Rory hmm. gets like a hint of anything. He's like, it's too spicy. <laughs> I'm like, suck it up, buddy. I like your Rory impression. <laughs> <laughs> um, curve. Oh, sorry. Amanda says salt and vinegar, vinegar fried chicken wings. Uh, wow. Woof. Wow. I do love a salt great. and vinegar anything. Me, yeah, me too. They, salt and vinegar anything was introduced way too late in my life. And I was like, wait a second. I could have been having these this whole mm-hmm. time. That's really good. Uh, Kirby says calamari rings. <laughs> I like. <laughs> I like the emphasis. Uh, Joseph says cheesy bacon fries at Outback Steakhouse with spicy sour cream dip is a blissful delight. I don't even go there hardly ever, and when I do, I can't order it or I'll embarrass myself by hoarding it and slapping <laughs> others' hands to try to take what is rightfully mine. Mm. Do you guys remember that episode of Friends where Joey was on a date with a woman who kept trying to sample his? his meal oh, yeah. <laughs> and it ended with him shouting joey doesn't share food i know that because my brother-in-law is a it does that and so we always just go no nick doesn't share food <laughs> i do love cheesy bacon fries oh they're so good mm. um 
Uh, Stacy says, Hillbilly Me says, Rocky Mountain Oysters, they sound gross, Ugh. but are actually good mm. if you can get past it. But in real life, Italian nachos at the top of the list. What are Italian nachos? I don't know. I've never. Know. This, this can't this be. Is these aren't sausage? a thing. Yeah. These aren't a thing. Like, what? They don't uh, even have cilantro. Is it made with pasta? <laughs> I mean, I, maybe it's like sausage. I don't know. Um, well, I, okay, well, I got one recipe that says crispy wontons, shredded chicken, and bell pepper smothered in Alfredo sauce and mozzarella cheese. Mm, I don't like bell peppers, so that no, um, me either. Yeah, no. Okay, okay. Here, what is on Italian nachos at Old Chicago specifically? House-made pasta chips. See what? It's pasta. Pasta chips baked with mozzarella, provolone, pepper jack, pepperoni, pepperoncini, and Italian sausage, served with okay. spicy marinara sauce. Okay, I can I can fuck with that. Wow. Mm-hmm. That sounds pretty good. Um, all right. Well, maybe we'll have to go to old Chicago and try it out. Um, Emily says, I'm not sure if I could choose, but I adored this question. Maybe spinach artichoke dip. Now, um, Emily is one of my best friends. She loves an appetizer. She and her husband, whenever we go anywhere, will always like order the appetizer platter, like the, you know, Mm, can't pick them all. Oh yeah. They always do. I'm like, and I would never order it. So it's exciting to like go out with them because they are like not, they're not scared to order it, but I, I <laughs> also so much food. I mean, that's so, the problem I have with it. I know it's way so, too much. I know you're like, do I order mm-hmm. a meal? I guess I don't know. Um, and then she had a back and forth with my other best friend, uh, Missy. And Missy said, um, what about Southwestern egg rolls at Chili's? <laughs> and then <laughs> Emily says, ah, that's a main course to me. <laughs> God, the South is, uh, I've had I've shared Southwestern egg rolls with both of them and they are really delicious but they're huge they're huge mm-hmm. they are kind of a meal egg um, roll or burrito yeah exactly exactly or I guess uh, it's a chimichanga if it's deep fried yeah yeah they're kind of cut in like three four yeah I think that's right um, Linda says apricot jam topped brie wrapped in puff pastry baked until melty oh. served with baguette. Oh, yes. Man. Linda, you're yes. turning me on. I know. <laughs> We're horny for that. Um, and that is definitely the brie wrapped in puff pastry is totally the like, so I'm trying to be good. fancy, but like, it's actually so easy that yep. it looks fancy. I want to uh, find a horny corner book that it has food porn <laughs> in it as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm well, sure. Food and sex. Yeah. Not necessarily together. But... Oh, that is absolutely out there. You know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Jonathan says nachos. He's disagreeing with Bobby, but that's fine. And then John says, I love fried wontons with a duck sauce and hot sauce combo for dipping. Yeah. Oh. I love fried you wontons. You typed Dutch sauce, and I was like, <laughs> what is Dutch sauce? No, I, I had was... to go back to Facebook and make sure that's not what he said. I usually uh, copy and paste from Facebook, but I that was a late one, so I had to hand type it in. Well, um, he is in West Michigan, so I wouldn't be surprised, <laughs> but I would just be like, why have I never heard of that? What is Dutch sauce? Yeah. Uh, for that matter, what are friend wontons? <laughs> <laughs> See, you can tell my fast typing. Oh, friend wontons. That Aww. sounds cute. Um, all right. Thank you for participating. We love a good app. We sure do. Well, uh, speaking of appetizers, what comes after appetizers and mains? <laughs> Dessert! <laughs> Yay. So this is the part of the show where um, we are now going to depart our computers and go in real time mm-hmm. to the kitchen. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> totally. 
and uh, we're going to make a little angel food cake. I can't remember what I'm going to say in the introduction of that. <laughs> you haven't said it yet. It hasn't happened. That's why. But uh, but I do love this recipe, and I wanted to share it forever. And it's not hard. It's fussy, but it's not hard. And um, you ladies were champions at all the steps. And so we will hear how this turns out and then reconvene for a discussion. <laughs> then let us commence. We have entered Tishi Kitchens, the Tishi Remote Kitchens. Everybody is be aproned. Hillary with her hot to trot apron. Christy with her Starbucks corporate apron. Correct. And Meredith, where is Biscuit Bitch? This is a debut of a new apron that I got over Christmas because I wanted one with pockets. And it's very oh substantial. It I love mine too. Beautiful. I have one quite like that. That's like wider red and white striped, but the pocket, uh, the pocket philosophy holds on that. So we are going to bake an angel food cake. And this is something that I think I wanted to make from the very first time after we made the pie dough, because it's just such a good recipe and a good cake. This is a cook's country recipe, AKA America's test kitchen. I don't know how I got it except that it was not behind their ferocious paywall, which almost all, hi wonky, which <laughs> almost all their recipes are, but somehow I got a hold of it. It says August, September of 2009. And I think I might've done like a trial membership <laughs> and then be like, no, I'm not buying every single one of your cookbooks and magazines and whatever and lost it. But by that time I had printed it out and I've never been able to find it in another place. And so this is the one I sent you guys a photo of the paper recipe. That's how sophisticated I am. You would think that somewhere along the lines that would have been scanned in to some server somewhere. Well, they keep that on lockdown, all that stuff. And we did an America's Test Kitchen or Cook's Country. I don't remember. Maybe it was the, no, it wasn't the pie dough one. I don't remember. Um, One before but the only one that I could find was someone that had made it and printed the recipe on their blog post, you know, Sally's baking addiction or whatever. Uh, so it wasn't the official site, but in any case, here's what we've got. And I will summarize it. It's very easy and very quick. It only has six ingredients. It is cake flour. Very important to have cake flour. You can't use regular flour for this. A little bit of salt, some sugar, 12 large egg whites, which Christy was like, what? (laughs) Christy, today, didn't you say something like, I'm off to Target to buy 1 billion eggs? Yesterday. And the lady at the grocery store um, gave me some tips um, that you're not supposed to use any kind of anything, wood or plastic, only metal, or we'll, I'll break the cake and everything will go wrong. That's what the lady behind me at the grocery store said. Well, that lady is crazy. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't matter. Um, people will be like, you have to whip egg whites in a copper bowl or it won't work. I'm like, shut up. Come Come on. on. It doesn't make any difference. Not any, any real difference. 
Anyway, after the egg whites, we have some cream of tartar and some vanilla extract. And that's it. Is Wonky your, it's not a sous chef in baking, is it? It's a, a, your apprentice baker? She's my apprentice. Yeah, she's going to add fur. This is her stage or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to give her as much attention now so that she'll be sick of it and then leave me alone oh. when I need my hands. This is yeah, this kind of salt is good. Not kosher salt. Nope, regular old salt is perfect. Right, David and I used to with Duchess. David and I used to talk like, "Oh, maybe this will be enough." And it's like they don't store the pets like in savings. Like, yeah, okay, it won't be. <laughs> She's going to continue to be annoying unless I put her in the basement. Well, we'll see how long it takes. Okay, yep. let's get into it. Oh, the other thing that I had you guys buy was an angel food cake pan. I hate unitaskers especially unitasker pans but i do have an angel food cake pan it is very specific it's a type of tube pan so it's shaped like a donut it's a ring but then it also has three little they call them feet which are just like little bits that stick up from the top rim which will come into play and you can lift the whole center and bottom ring out and it's okay wonky's licking it um oh no she's scratching her face she's rubbing her face on the foot part it's i have uh, a dumb question yeah does it go in this way or up through the bottom nope it goes over the top the way you did it first yep okay it's it's in there yep like like the sylvester stallone movie i think it's called over the top top. is that the arm wrestling (laughs) one and beat everyone yeah (laughs) Okay, so the first thing you do is let's preheat the oven. It says uh, oven rack to lower middle position because you don't want it too close to the heating element in the top. And then it goes to 325 degrees. I think I almost never put it. This is how much I don't bake. I I feel like my default setting is 400 always because. Really? Well, because I'm like roasting vegetables. That's what I use. I suppose so. Yeah. I had extra kale because Blue Apron sent me like 4,000 cups of kale and I needed two. And so I made kale chips because I was like, I don't know what else to do. And it was two seventy five. Wow, well, low and wow. slow. Yeah, yeah, you're just drying them out. Yeah, don't burn them. When you do, yeah. do 400, all of a sudden it's like five minutes later. It's like, I'm smoking. Everything is burning. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Here, family, here's some charred parsnips. <laughs> <Look>. <laughs> All right, so then we prepare the pan, in which case we do absolutely nothing. We do not grease this pan. We do not flour this pan. We set this pan aside. And the reason we do that, and this is why I, well, one of the reasons that I love making angel food cake is that there are no raising agents. There's no uh, baking powder. There's no baking soda. Uh, there even are no egg whites. That's usually where the structure and eggs comes from is the, is the egg yolks. And we're only using whites and we're also using cake flour, which has a lower gluten content. So it makes weaker bonds, which makes for a much more delicate cake, but a much more fragile cake. So the only thing that this cake has to help it rise is the bajillions of little air bubbles that we're going to beat into it and the heat in the kitchen. And it will use the sides of the pan and kind of cling to them and climb up the sides. And if we were to grease and or flour the sides, it would just slide down them like a monkey on a grease pole. 
So whenever you're making an angel's food cake, you, one of the most important things is to not grease the pan. It's like one of the only cakes where you don't. So I love that because I hate greasing pans. All right, let's get to it. We're going to whisk the flour and the salt in the bowl. So it's one cup plus two tablespoons of cake flour, or if you're Meredith, four and a half ounces by weight. Ooh, ounces. I usually measure in grams. Do you want me to convert to grams? No, I can make my scale do it. Say it again. Oh my gosh, I'm so jealous of Meredith's stuff that I got myself. Oh, look at that. Look at you. (laughs) Special containers for everything. Hillary, it's one cup plus two tablespoons of flour. I have this scale because it's very good for when you're making bread. Drogas. Because you want to weld yeah. that too. Um, you want to do everything by weight rather than volume because volume can be tricky when you're measuring flour. Okay. Uh, you said, what do you say? Four and a half ounces? Four and a half ounces. Got my good old patented ball jar here. Monkey. Okay. All right. You, you've done enough, child. You're going in the basement. I'm sorry. Play with that crinkle bu- Oh, nope. She's not. Gonna no basement for me. I guess not. Wait, and then and the salt. I got mixed up with the, what was the salt amount? One, I didn't say it's one quarter oh. teaspoon, but it's one cup plus two tablespoons additional of the cake flour. And then yep. just a quarter teaspoon of salt. Oh, the tiny, tiny one. Just a little bit. There's a bit too much flour. Then whisk it together. Give it a little whisk. Okay. I remember watching my mom whisk and it was like amazing. Well, you think about the olden days when they didn't have any uh, stand yeah. mixers or anything. They just yeah. had biceps just and triceps really like strong. steel. Oh, yeah. <sighs> That's why you had those butter churn things to help you yes. do all of that. That's why you had 10 children. Mm, (laughs) all right when the flour and salt are whisked we'll just set that aside for a little bit and now we're going to take the sugar the one and three quarter cups of sugar or 12 and a quarter ounces and we're going to put that in the food processor or the blender if you're (laughs) certain people on your (laughs) (laughs) if if you were a person who has per I mean, just as a hypothetical, forgotten that your food processor is broken. Or I wanted. Go ahead. No, I remember being like, I need to go take it to like a small appliance place. And I was like, I can't deal with this right now. So I put it up here where I didn't have to think about it. And then I was like, oh, yeah. And then I got it down. I was like, oh, yeah. I forgot that was working. The blender it is. Yeah, I'm, I'm using a blender because I didn't want to get on my hands and knees and crawl to where it is under the way back. This is a um, lot of sugar. 
It certainly right, is. It, it's how much sugar again? Say it again. It is a one and three quarter cups. Ouch, wonky. She knocked a spoon on my foot. Oh, I wondered what that was. She's a menace. Ooh. Well, I've gotten some sugar lumps. Too. Not for long. Not for long. Buddy, go away. But interesting things are happening in the kitchen, Christy. I know. <laughs> Buddy? Yeah. Yeah. He always tries to murder me, like get go in between my legs when I'm cooking and I'm, that's how I'm going to die. Like, <laughs> I'm just going to fall over and hit my head and be dead. Yeah. Well, as long as you accept that, then I don't see yeah. why the problem is. Murder by canine, but not in the way you yep. think Not in a good way. Wait, what's a good way? <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Once you've got your sugar in there, you're just going to turn on the food processor slash blender and aerate it for about a minute. I just want to show you guys what. Oh, and hey, he, was, he had his uh, his feet hanging down. He's up on top of the upper. Oh, cupboard, my God. And he had his feet hanging down. Um, Very relaxed. Uh huh. Would you say you do it like in a medium? Sure. I don't know. I don't own a blender. <laughs> okay, let's see. We're just blitzing the sugar by to itself? make it nice and fine and light. The whole okay. the name of the game with this uh, recipe is light, 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 light. We want all our bits to be light. We want to treat them lightly and do other light things. I don't know. <laughs> and it said to do it for like a minute, huh? I think a minute seems sort of excessive to me. I don't think you need that long, but it's just until it's fine and powdery. I have never done this before. I mean, I could show you, but I bet it wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to tell. Probably not. I mean, is it smaller than it was before you put it in? <laughs> so there you go. It looks like clouds. Yeah. Little sugar clouds. Cotton candy. Okay, I don't feel like. Woo! I don't want to go too much sugar dust. Uh, too much finer than that. That'll oh. become powdered sugar. It won't become powdered sugar. It would melt before it became powdered sugar. So oh, when you okay. have that done, you can take half of the sugar and put it into a little different bowl. We're going to use that a little bit later. So half of it. Does that have yeah, to be is. very? Um, no. Exact. Okay. Just eyeball it. And like that, okay. that looks like about half. Okay. The good part about the, I'm sure that food processors have it too, but there's a little line. Is that a Vitamix? Uh, it is. Uh, yeah. Mm, nice. Yeah. Ooh. I've had a Vitamix for a while. I love it. It is loud, though. It is, but it could process a brick. Absolutely. <laughs> it wasn't, there is a, um, there was a guy online who had a series, Will It Blend? 
Is that right? Oh, yeah. yeah, and yeah, I, yeah didn't yeah. he have the Vitamix and he put mm-hmm. hockey pucks in there? Oh, I have it for that. Yeah. Wow. I've had this forever. Um, my boss kind of bought it for me for Christmas or my birthday or something. Oh, that's a nice present. Yeah. Well, yeah. he gave me a gift card and then I got it. But mm. do you want to come wave to everybody on? They can't hear you. You can say hi. Hi. Hi, Rory. It says hi. What you, I'm going to make you dinner after this, okay? Okay, just a little snack, please. You're going to have angel food cake for dinner. Yum, yum, yum. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, you're not. Not unless you're having dinner at 10 o'clock. No. <laughs> um, all right. Now the exciting part. We'll just sit tight on all those bits and introduce some egg whites. So we're going to need those 12 egg whites. Question. Mm-hmm. Can, um, can I put the egg whites already with the flour or do they need to be separate? Separate. Okay. Fine. Another bowl. Oh yeah, this is a multi-bowl recipe. I'm using the bowl that I measured my flour over for the um, the yolks. I'm wasteful. Does this be enough for egg whites? Yeah, all of them. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, when you do this, this is a three-bowl separating thing. Yeah, you need a bowl (laughs) to hold the egg yolks, a bowl to hold the current egg white that you are cracking. And then a bowl to hold the sum of all the egg whites. You should never crack an egg directly into a bowl of multiple egg whites. Because if your yolk breaks into your bowl, you have a problem. Like if we get to the point where you have um, separated eight eggs and on the ninth egg, you crack it right into the bowl and you break it, then you've just wasted nine eggs not yeah. one uh, egg explain that to me one more time you never okay so when you're doing a recipe that has multiple egg whites you mm. would never break them all into the same bowl because so Christy, what go ahead see what is it should i do what, what you're doing meredith what i'm and doing is i am so yeah i'm doing one at a time i am separating the egg over one bowl and the white goes into that bowl right and then the yolk goes into another bowl. And when I am trash. confident, yeah, <laughs> when I'm caught, well, I'm going to make curd. When I'm confident that there's no yolk, I take the white that I just created and I dump it into the mixer bowl. Yep. Got it. Okay. And Wonky because, is going to steal my tea <laughs> Because if you skipped that step and separated the egg directly into the big bowl, what if you broke the yolk and the yolk got in there? And now you've wrecked then, yeah. all the eggs that you separated. This is a recipe where like one little bit of yolk will mess up the whites. Yolk and since it's, any. since it's 12 eggs, exactly. It's a carton. Exactly. Maybe you just bought exactly 12. Yeah. And then if you ruin one or all of them, you're going back to the store. Yeah. There's no salvage. We ain't got time for that. Nope. I want this angel food cake now. Mm-hmm. I used to be a professional egg separator. Oh, yes, you do have a certain facility for it. Yeah. I used to spend hours doing this at the restaurant. There are also people that would say you should never separate egg yolks from with your hands because the oil Mm -hmm. from your hands will interfere with the whipping of the egg whites. And to them, I say, shut up. 
That's not no, a bad you thing. You can definitely do it with the shells, but I just feel like this is a lot more. I know when it's done, when I'm, yeah. when I can feel it. And you have a and greater risk of, of breaking the yolk if you use the shell. Yeah. It's got some sharp bits. Oh, I fucked one up. Look at that. Uh-oh. I luckily have some. It's okay. I have some in the in the coffers. It's all good. Oof. I know. Shawoo. We go through a lot of eggs here. So I was like, okay, I got an extra dozen, but I think I have 14 in the fridge. I find that we either go through a ton of eggs or like the eggs go bad. There is no in between. When you decide to make yourself scrambled eggs. Wonky, no. <laughs> no. Wonky. no. Um, your hands are all messy. You can't deal with her. <laughs> she picked her moment. Um, when you decide to make like scrambled eggs, do you do two eggs or three eggs? Or four three eggs? eggs? I do three, three eggs. Yeah. Start- Usually three. Starting, I, do four. I did two for the longest time, but it always like psychologically, it was like, that's not enough. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like you get some on the... Um, I don't know. It's some get like stuck a little bit, and I'm like, I'm, I'm yeah. You got to account for what's stuck in the yeah. bowl. Yeah. <laughs> we have so we usually do eggs on weekends for breakfast. Wonky, get out of here. And then Gregory has. I mean, it's a diabetic friendly snack. Yeah. So I'll make, yeah. or he will make um, five hard boiled eggs on the weekend so that he can have one in the morning. That's a good idea. Or you make 40 deviled eggs. Yes. And they're gone in one (laughs) half hour. That's the serving size. Yep. He puts, if anybody remembers Arrested Development mayo egg, he puts horseradish mayo on Mm -hmm. his egg in the morning. And I think that's revolting, but I'm not the one eating it, so... (laughs) Never. Okay, I got twelve. I'm gonna have to just put. I gotta put her in the basement. She's cleaning up the mess. Ah, man, they're so fast. Well, like I said, I'm a professional. Um, is anyone watching Severance? No. No, okay. I really want okay. to. Okay, no. <laughs> no, no, no. I can see it, but I can't do anything about it. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> God. She was going to eat the yolks. She wasn't going for the whites, at least. I don't need the yolks, necessarily. Um, no, Christy, I have not watched Severance. On, because there's a whole on what channel is it? Uh, Apple. HBO? Oh, Apple. It's, it's Apple. a whole storyline about an egg party. Oh. So this is like making me think about the egg party. What's an egg party? It's, it's so weird, Anne. Um, it's when they eat a bunch of deviled eggs and like everyone celebrates and they like are super excited about it. Oh, I think I need to watch this show. Well, as long as it's not like some weird fertility ritual, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> it's the it's the precursor to the waffle party, which is like the coveted award of the quarter that only one person can win. And that's a sex party. So, oh, spoiler alert. What do, what do waffles have to do with sex? Maybe I don't want to know. <laughs> what don't they have to do with sex? Not that experienced. 
I like how Wonky makes an exit and Link makes an entrance. Yeah, well, he's been waiting for his opportunity. It's like stage right, stage left. Ay, ay, Bear is staying happily on top of the cabinet, so I'm Well, let's that. wait till the flower comes out and we'll see. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. All right, we need to get two. I'm almost done. My passion fruit delivery should be coming any day now, so I'm going to oh. make passion fruit curd with these. Oh, where did I put that? what are you going to do with yours? My egg, my yolks. Uh-huh. We'll probably throw them out. <laughs> I'm <being honest. laughs> I, I did make lemon. some lemon curd, but it only used three of the yolks. So I have nine left. So I'm not sure. Maybe I'll make I ice do. cream. I do love a the yolk. A yeah, you, know. yolk. you can it's add a couple extra yolks to your, to your uh, ma uh, mashed potatoes. Wow. To your scrambled eggs. Yeah. I don't see why you couldn't add them to your mashed potatoes. You could. I mean, I had mashed potatoes as part of my dinner, so that's they're on the brain. Top of mind. All right. One more. <laughs> Can I put this away now? Yep. Okay. Do not need yolks for this recipe. Oh. All right. Twelve? Twelve. All right. Into the stand mixer they go. With the flour? Nope. No. Damn it. <laughs> <I need laughs> <you're> just... <laughs> Ready I need to go. I'm using my hand mixer. In the mixer. Bye -bye. Okay. okay um, so and question. two, what? I put the, I initially put the flour and salt in here. Do I have to uh -huh. clean it out now? Yes. Okay. God damn it. I'm yeah. done. That really might impede those whites from whipping up if they yeah. had flour and salt in there. And make sure you dry it out really thoroughly, Christy. I was just wiping it out. Is that okay? Sure. Okay. Because I didn't want to add water. Wipe it good. Instead of whipping it real good. Guys, it's time for my eardrops, my last eardrops of the night. I guess I'll wait until we're done. Four times a day. Ugh. Oh, wow. I feel like this is forever. Is it four okay, times so in 24-hour period, or is it four times in a 16-hour period? I mean, I don't know. I've, I'm not waking up in the night. So. <laughs> I, have a, I have alarms set for every four hours. Oh, okay. Um, and did you say uh, put these into the mixer? So egg whites? Egg whites into the mixture, um, the mixer along with one and one half teaspoon of cream of tartar. Okay. So, so what I couldn't cream find of cream tartar of tartar is. anywhere. So I'm doing the vinegar trick that okay. I read about on Test Kitchen. You couldn't find cream of tartar? Nowhere. I went to three what? different stores and no cream of tartar. That's okay. ridiculous. Well, I don't know what the vinegar substitution consists of because I've it's never not I've, I've never not had cream of tartar. <laughs> so. equal, equal parts. So I would do one and a half teaspoons of vinegar. Okay. Hmm. I mean, it is just 
the fact that it's an acid, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. One and one half teaspoons. Wonky, where did you put my teaspoon? Okay. This is one of the few ones that didn't fall on the floor. Stop. We're just trying to eat the sugar, just like sugar. Not not the <laughs> not the powdered stuff, but no. You're gonna have tacos and like a Kit Kat after. Dang, tacos and a Kit Kat. Sounds like a good ideal dinner. Okay, so egg whites. Yep. And cream of tartar splash vinegar, and then anything else? Nope. Then we're going to. Then we're gonna whip them. On we'll start with. Oh yeah, that's the gigantic Kit Kat. She's gonna have the whole thing. Ooh. Yeah, the whole thing enjoys. No, enjoy your stomachache. Yeah. How long do we whip it? For- All right. So we're whipping it to a certain point. We are starting on medium low and we're beating them until for about a minute, it should get very frothy. Okay. Medium low. So that's what, like maybe a two? Like a, I did it on a three, maybe a four. Oh, about a three. Minor, even denominations only. Oh, I'll go four. And it will look very foamy and bubbly. And you'll think, you'll think, is this, is this enough? And then it'll get to a point and you'll go, oh yeah. Okay. There we go. That's frothy and bubbly. When it gets this? Like no. No, just okay. bubbles, not to the okay. thick stage. I'm not to see. Yeah, I that's need good. a paper bag, but I'm not going to get one because they're in the basement landing and I will let you <laughs> out if I do that. So once it is nice and frothy, then you turn it up to medium high and you slowly add the sugar a little bit at a time. I usually just take a tablespoon and just trickle the sugar in gradually the one that we like that's in the um i mean i guess it doesn't really matter because it's half the half that we didn't reserve yes okay we turn um, oh, yeah, good are, do you think you're you're ready i want to see what yours looks like too let me Is Hillary see perfect? if i can show you <laughs> i'm perfect yeah that's that's plenty fine meredith should get her sugar in okay Turn it up, okay. he said, right? Yep. Mine's Medium high. Now too. Okay. Come on. Um, add the sugar until it's all gone. Yes, the half of the sugar, but just add it a little bit at a time. Okay. Just a spoonful and then another spoonful as you're beating it. Probably in this one. <laughs> Oh, well, Hillary's got to be extra coordinated because you're using a, a hand Hillary's being quite gener- generous with her sugar ads, but that's See? what you do when you have a hand mixer. Yeah. Well, we'll see how it turns out. 
and this These is are pretty the, low stakes experiments. So if you yep. mess it up, it's not yep. And this is half the sugar, right? Because remember, we split it into half. two groups. So it's just one of the halves. Rose, could you just buy what's the kind of sugar that's between powdered and granulated? Oh, super fine. That would buy do that? it. Uh, some places you can. I mean, it's, I think that's more of a European. Yeah, I don't know how many, um, how many places here or Europeans use castor sugar, which is a little bit finer. Yeah. At the All beginning right. of um, COVID, when everything you couldn't find anything, super fine was the only sugar I could find anywhere. <laughs> oh, that'll work. Yeah, that's what you have to use if you're making a hummingbird nectar. Is <laughs> super fine sugar. So if oh, that yeah. was what you were after, then <laughs> you were all set. My mom does that. Okay, and then okay, soft peaks meaning that they will fall over eventually. Yes. So once yeah. all the sugar is added, then you just let it whip until it's soft peaks, which we've done before, so we're just, right? We're just going to have to stop and check, right? Yeah. Mine did not take six minutes. Mine took about four. So you just stop the mixer and then you take the whisk out and turn it upside down and, you know, see if the point flops over. Okay. Hillary, did you get all of yours added in? Just about. I have like two more little. Two additions. Yes. A lot of freaking sugar in here. Yep. Yep. Come on, let's check. Let's see where this. Would you say, Chrissy? Not perfect. Uh, I can't see the point. Oh yeah, put it down a little bit. Oh, oh no, that's too. Nope. That's, that's still enough. too runny. See? Yep. See, Christy, that it's like dripping. Yeah. It shouldn't be like dangling and swinging. <laughs> <laughs> that's what she said. I'm not a child. Who's a child? <laughs> I'm not the one who lost it. <laughs> Technology is pretty interesting because I know all three of you have these mixers running and I can't hear a thing. Oh, wow. Well, that's a testament to, to yeah. what AirPods, AirPods, I think ability. I hear Hillary's every great once in a while just for a second. And it, it doesn't. I don't know. It doesn't seem to be related to that. So can you explain it again? Soft peaks where like if you flip it up, yep. it doesn't move. Well, it kind of it kind of goes ploop. Okay. And like tips over. Peaks wouldn't move at all. Right. Stiff peaks would just stand straight up. Oh, you still got a ways to go, Mary. Yeah, I don't think I'm there yet. Nope. I am a chronic, like, 
must check every minute kind of thing. Yeah. Well, it like once once you add sugar into it, it takes a lot longer. It's really hard yeah. to overwhip uh, meringue. Okay. It's just easy to overwhip cream, which is usually the other thing you look for soft peaks with. And it turns into butter. Mm-hmm. I've which is delightful, before. but not probably what you want. Yeah. Yeah, that's still that's still a little dangly. There's getting a little bit. I was like, oh, <laughs> what are you doing, bud? Say hi. He's the lord of his domain. What's happening? Does he spend a lot of time up there? Yeah, he does. He can't get up that to that one by himself, so that's only if I put him up there. But on the other side of the kitchen, he will go from the counter to the fridge and then sleep. That looks great. Woo! Nice work. That's pretty darn. Uh, Hold it down Uh, a little lower. Actually, you know what? I don't know about that. Yeah, it's still a little goopy. Too dangly. It's getting there, but it's yeah, still it's a little there. dangly. Yep. Okay. It may be that you just added a little bit more sugar to it than Christy did. Your half of sugar was slightly larger than Christy's half yeah, of sugar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so, probably. What do you think? Turn a it upside down. Dangle. Let's see. I can't. Yeah, that looks pretty good. good. Yeah. Yeah, Give it another point. 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah. For good measure. Mine always takes the longest when we're doing stuff like this. I don't know. Really Something about that Detroit air. Yeah. <laughs> uh, would the like temperature in your house affect this? Affect it? Mm, I don't know. Maybe humidity would. Humidity. I'm not sure. Well, once you have your eggs whipped, let's, Christy, we can get the flour, but we're not, but we're we're not putting it in yet. We are uh, mixing the rest of the sugar. The other half of the sugar goes into the flour, into the blender the other way. Oh, what do you think about that? Oh, that looks great. That's done. Oh, wait, wait, wait. So then I've got, this is the flour here's the other part of the sugar yeah i put it the sugar into the the put them together in one bowl and put that bowl into the food processor slash blender i want to lick this thing well then do it it's egg white Uh, yeah sugar Sugar inhibits bacteria growth It's good. I put away the blender. That was oh okay. So tell me when to blend it up. Blend it up now. Just blend it up for about a minute. Again, we're just aerating it. We're getting everything as fine and light and well mixed as we can before we start putting it all together. I also put my uh, mixer bowl in the sink. I knew that. Oh, bear! Here he goes. Hey, he sensed flour. <laughs> <laughs> he did. 
<laughs> You're gonna go in there with your friends. Bye, everyone. Wonky. Uh oh, Wonky escaped. I kind of understand what they mean when they say it's like herding cats now, as I watch you try to <laughs> yeah. wrangle them. Very much impossible. All right. You said a minute? Yeah. Okay. A minute ish. I don't think we have to time this one. Wonky! Ma'am, <laughs> had enough of your shenanigans. Go in here. Ugh. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Got them Ooh, Bless it. Okay, Peace what are we quiet. doing? I was very, very distracted. We're putting the sugar, yes, the rest of the, the sugar, remaining sugar, and the flour into the food processor and we're aerating it all up can i put the blender away now yes you can (laughs) or just for how long are we doing that that's probably plenty of time doesn't take that long Okie doke. That is all of our, oh, oh, we, the only thing we didn't do is add the teaspoon of vanilla into the eggs, into the meringue. And does that need to be done while it's blending or just dump it in now? Okay. Just put it in and just give it a little, a little whisko to incorporate it. I would actually beat that, Meredith. Yeah, yeah, because you're taking the air out of it. Oh, darn, I guess I better put this in my mouth. Oh, no. Beautiful, Hillary. It looks pretty. Yeah. Very Snow White. No. So I'm going to give this a quick whisk. Yep. Put you away. Goodbye. All right, now the last thing to do is add the two mixtures together. So you're going to get out your trusty sifter that I know you have. I do. Because we use oh my them gosh, somewhere for pie dough. Ta-da. What if we didn't do that? Is there <laughs> no. a flour in mine? Why the hell? Kind of need to. Do you have a like a fine mesh sieve of some sort? do we sift this into the uh, into the eggs you sift one third of it into the eggs so you do one third of it and then you gently fold it in i don't know if this is very fine no that's perfect okay 
So, sorry, can you say it again? You do one third? One third at a time. Listen, flour is heavy, even though we blitzed it. And if you just dump that flour on top of the egg whites, they would get all the air that you spent all that time uh, getting in there. They would just smush it out, which is why you just do it a little bit at a time and sift it over so it lands as a cloud. While it's going, right? While it's No, no. no. You're, this you're doing by hand. Yeah. There will be no more machines involved. Out here because it's a third at a time, right? Yeah. A third at a time. So you put a third in and then you yeah. gently fold it in. Using what kind of instrument? A rubber spatula. And the way that you do it is like you cut down through the middle and then just carefully flip it over cut it, flip it, cut it, flip it. And it's very irritating and takes a long time. But again, if you just go ahead and stir, you're going to knock all the air out. And then what is the point? What is the point of this whole exercise? If you just knock them bubbles down, what is the point? This is angel food cake, not, I don't know. What's food cake? Not people food cake. It's angel food cake. The lady at the store said, you make one wrong move and you got yourself a pound cake. <laughs> that lady should have <laughs> she not scared well, me so much. Well, that's funny. <laughs> it's kind of she true. Opinions. <laughs> but with I guess pound cake is called a pound cake because it has a pound of butter in it. True. This has zero butter in it. As far as I know, I think she was referring to the density more than the construction. A third of a cup at a time. No, not a third of a cup, a third of the mixture. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. A third of the mixture. I Mm sift it in, then start stirring. Then fold, not stir. Okay. Fold. These are important baking terms, fold versus stir. This is like Schitt's Creek, where she's like, yep. what does it mean? Fold in the cheese. <laughs> Stirring is far it too like vigorous. No, because of the shape. I know. It almost falls through the sifter because yep. it's so uh, fine. It kind oh. of does fall through this sifter. I can tell that it's like less voluminous, mm-hmm. which is funny because you're adding stuff. And then um, keep keep doing that until it's all gone. All of the I would mixture. say, I would say you want to keep folding as long as you're finding like big pockets of flour. You don't want big pockets, but it's not important to get every single last flour grain absorbed into there because that again is probably stirring it too much it's a balance between getting everything incorporated and keeping as much air as you can that looks good Meredith yeah I think it's all right I'm just, I saw one little flower thing and I don't see any more. So I think I'm going to stop. 
And at that point, you can ladle it into the pan gently. This is not the time for plopping it from a great height. It's the time for spooning it in. Is Meredith ready for that? Yeah, I think so. I want to watch it. (laughs) I don't know what I'm doing, Christy. It's just that you you have your bowl in a really good spot. It's really easy to see what you're doing. And also, if you do it great, that's good. And if you fuck up, I don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So the tricky part here. No, 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 no pouring. Yes, spooning. Tricky part here is getting it not in the middle part. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's almost impossible to avoid it. There are so many cats like scratching on that basement door. Well, you brought out the crap, the cat crap. They did this to themselves, and that's why it really hurts. I am literally gonna label. I am literally gonna label this in. Oh, that's perfect. Nice. That looks great, Hillary. I can't see Christie's, or I would tell you how great it looks. Oh, I'm. I'm still uh, putting flour and folding. Oh, okay. I'm behind. Sorry. Hey, there's no rush. Uh-uh. You can't rush an angel. Nothing was scarier than pie dough. Nope, that's true. I feel like there's so much pie dough in in uh, there's so much butter in pie dough that it's gonna taste good no matter what. <laughs> well, we can well, think there's so much sugar in this. Yes, exactly. That's true. I've had some pretty grody pie doughs before. Yeah, like that dense. That tastes like cardboard. Dense or like, yeah, don't have any flavor or are like grainy. This is a tedious process, and mm-hmm. right. There are a lot of parts. I mean, this is a very simple recipe, but it's very tempting to like kind of rush parts. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're like, really, do I have to do this? And the answer is yes, you do. (laughs) Can I just jump it in the pan? No, you cannot. (laughs) I know my mom has made angel food many, many times, but I don't think I ever have. None of this is ringing any bells. So I never have. It's just so cheap at the grocery store. <laughs> that is true. Like, but let me tell you, the difference between this and the stuff that you buy at the grocery store is night and day. Really? Okay, yeah. Wait yeah. The, the thing really about like when we made marshmallows, I talked about that too, how homemade yeah. marshmallows are so different and they were, but mm-hmm. still not, it's not enough to actually make marshmallows by hand. This is good enough that I will never buy an angel food cake at the store. Okay. All right. Now to- you just smooth it down gently. Okay. Mine doesn't come. I was gonna out say it's like all lumpy. That's okay. Mine, mine, mine doesn't either. No, it doesn't have to. It shouldn't. It needs time to grow. I can scrape the sides of the bowl. Smoothing the top is where I always get into like 
um, dangerous anal retentive territory. I could smooth yeah, the top one for side like an hour. Yeah, one side's higher than the other. <laughs> and you're always like, I have to fix it. And it's sort of meditative when you do it. You're like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. now I have cat scratch fever stuck in my head for some reason. Sorry, because <laughs> of all the cats. Oh, it's okay because I had getting jiggy with it ever since the Oscar oh, was stuck in my head. And there's a lyric in getting jiggy with it that's getting jiggy with it. I don't know. That's called, that's, uh, he says, you got a Prada bag with a lot of stuff in it. Give it to your friend. That has been stuck in my head. It's the dumbest lyric. <laughs> and it has been stuck in my head for like two weeks. That was, uh, did you, well, it featured heavily in SNL this past week. Oh no, I don't oh, really? watch it. No. It was actually pretty good. It was J- Jared Carmichael. Yeah, I watched his um, monologue. Uh, he's good. He's Jared, great. He's got he a special really that, uh, like a, a comedy special, like an hour special yeah. or whatever that came out. I read yeah, it. Yeah, i really good. Mm-hmm. He comes out as gay apparently in the special, so that was part yeah. of his monologue. Hmm. I'm just gonna look the spoon. I think you should. It's delicious. Yeah, I took a little bite and it was delicious. It tastes okay. kind of like flour. Kind of like sugar. Kind of like salmonella. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yum. Mm. When I used to make cookies more often, I would make myself so like almost sick. Not because of like salmonella, but like just because I ate so Eating much cookies. Yes. Raw dough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, Ooh, I just I got like, a bit of salt, too. Mm. Right, I definitely have some in the middle, but. That's okay. And now you just okay. kind of smooth the top down just a little bit. Not being perfect. Because what I'm is perfection? And then like usually that. the that last. Okay? Yeah, that's great. The last thing I do before I put it in the oven is I usually take a pop, paper towel and just kind of wipe some of those bits along yeah, the top. Yeah. Bits. Okay, because they kind of burn in the oven a little bit. It's oh, not yeah. the biggest deal, but yeah, I was wondering one about of those. that. I could just use my tongue for that. You could. <laughs> How you doing, Christy? Good. I'm slowly ladling it in. Gently, as Gently. laying a baby in its cradle. You just don't toss that baby in there. You don't. I mean, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why you I support the head more. all the way yeah. down. This angel food cake can't hold its head up yet. I was so terrible with my kids. I like kind of would sling them over my shoulder. I was like, I don't know how to do this. And they have really <laughs> <laughs> I'm baby. They're fine. I gotta learn. Yeah. Who better to teach them than their mother? Yeah. And the first one protect. is just the like uh beta one, yeah. right? Yeah, oh, man, exactly. don't say that. You just yeah. use it and <laughs> you and I are the oldest children here. I know. Well, I mean, Hillary had it so easy. Her parents knew exactly what to do by the time they got to five. But Anne, where's the lie in that our parents didn't know what they were doing at first? <laughs> that is oh, your true. Mom your mom. Do listened. they know what they're doing at? When they have five, though, like I kind of no, feel like they don't no, ever. By, by five, they were just like, we don't know. Like it's they like, just do don't care watch... anymore. Yeah, they're just do tired. Thirty something with us, great. 
Like I, everybody was having these retrospectives about moonlighting this week because of the Bruce Willis stuff. And I was like, yeah, I fully watched like every episode of moonlighting when I was nine. Same. I guess. I love Sybil Shepherd. She's great. Oh, wonky. What is that effort? Number five, six. My fault. Cause I let him out. Ugh. Well, so, so when you feel happy that your cake is ready, into exactly. the oven it goes. Okay. And for how long? That's my next question. It is going to go in for 40 to 45 minutes. You know your I, oven best. My yeah. oven tends to be quite slow. In fact, I ordered a new range and microwave nice. this week. You did. I'm very happy. Ooh. Because I baked my angel food cake for 56 minutes. Oh, wow. This is how long it took me, but yours should take 40 to 45. Mine's intense and it's on convection. So maybe I need to do 35. Yeah, maybe. Plus, um, I have a pizza stone in there. So it kind of like, oh, sure. Retains the heat a lot. That's so tiny. Oh, now Wonky looks forlorn. What? Oh, there's nothing for me to ruin. So here's how you will know when it's done. When you look at it, the the top will split with long cracks in it. And if you look into the crack, they're not very deep crack. If it's not done, you'll still see tiny, like little glistening bubbles. It will still look a little bit wet. And when those are pretty much gone then it's time for it to come out and it should be a nice light golden brown on the top. Do you ever stick like toothpicks in them or anything? You can. It's one of those where um, a tooth, they say a toothpick inserted into the center comes out clean and cracks in cake appear dry 40 to 45 minutes. Okay. Okay. I have a question, Anne. Yes. Are you, are we hanging up with you after we put this in the oven? Yes, that's why I'm going to tell you exactly okay, what to do once good. you take it out. <laughs> it's like, are we going to sit here and just talk for 45 minutes? What is that, a podcast? <laughs> but I want—I wanted to wait to tell you until you weren't concentrating on getting it in the pan. Okay. Into making this. Ooh, man! I wish I was there for tacos. I know. That's kind yeah, of there's Costco mini chicken and cheese tacos. Mm. Okay. So into Ooh, yum, the yum. oven. Into the oven. Check it at 40. I hate it when I put it on 40 seconds by accident. Yeah. And then <laughs> it goes off and I'm like, what? I have a goal of being extremely efficient with my um, entering in of, of uh, microwave times. Like, 60 seconds. I don't need to do a minute. 60 seconds. Yep. Or I hit the 30 second button twice. Like, add 30 uh-huh. seconds. Uh, my thing is, I'm never going to put anything in for 30 seconds. I'm going to put it in for 33 seconds. Oh, oh yeah. Because I'm not moving my finger to a different then you number. you don't even have to, yeah. Save yourself. But what if you just have the 30, 30 second button? Well, then you can do that. But I don't have That's that yet. Enough. Yet. My you new microwave is fancy. My new oven has a, a button for pizza. And I'm like, what? what? I never heard of I such have a that part. too. It's great. How do they even but know? But I like cold pizza. My, my microwave has a button that says potato. 
And that made me laugh so hard. I'm like, Americans must eat a lot of potatoes. I have potato, popcorn, pizza, beverage, frozen dinner, and reheat on mine. Um, is yours a whirlpool? Oyster. Oyster. I don't know. I have popcorn, potato, pizza, cook, reheat, and veggies. Veggies. It sounds like this whole potato, pizza, beverage thing is standard now. I'm entering the... The world of microwaves, not from 1994. <laughs> yep. Yeah, mine was like maybe $89 at Costco. I mean, at, at Target. At Target. I got a whole suite. I got all, I, well, this house didn't come with appliances, which actually was fine because I'm glad I got to choose them. Yeah, they would have put the cheap ones in. Yeah. Yeah, they would have. And these weren't cheap, but they still suck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are you ready for the last instructions, Christy? Yes. When it is done and you take it out of the oven, you immediately flip it upside down and let it stand on those feet because onto what should I, there be a plate underneath it? I don't know. Can your counter take the heat? No, I just flip mine up on top of the stove and let it rest on the stove. It will not fall out of the pan because remember I told you, since it has no raising agent, it uses the air bubbles and the heat and it grips onto the side of the pan to help it climb up. It will still grip onto the pan. So if you turn the pan upside down, it won't fall out. And that's the reason that you have the little feet there so that it has something to stand on and the air can move underneath it to cool it. If you did not have uh, an angel food cake pan, that had the feet like Bobby's didn't have feet on it. And Bobby was sad that he couldn't That's be here, but kicked work, him out. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. He wasn't allowed to be here. Boys don't yeah. cook, but if you don't have feet on it, then usually what you do is you turn it upside down over the neck of a wine bottle and the wine bottle will hold it. Okay. So that's all you have to do is make sure that you turn the pan upside down so that it's standing on its feet. And let it cool all the way, two to three hours until the pan is just room temperature. And that's it. And so gravity will keep it stretched out because when it comes out of the oven, it's still too, it's still a baby. It still can't hold its head up. And so if you turn a baby upside down, then its head will hang down and its neck will be stretched to the full extent. So that's why you're using gravity to help it um, maintain the height and the structure that it got in the oven until it sets up and all the gluten holds. So at that point, when it's all um cool down then you can take it out of the pan and you just run a knife around the edge of it to loosen it from the edge of the pan and you run a knife around the inside the donut hole part which is the part I always forget and then the whole center part will just lift right out cool yeah then you just eat it and then then you just eat it yep and then usually at that point i slide the knife between the bottom of the cake and the bottom of the pan you know in case it needs a little bit of help getting out of there and then you can just flip it out onto a plate and what do you eat with it well if you're a person that has passion fruit delivered to them (laughs) maybe you use a lovely passion fruit curd or perhaps if you're a person who loves whipped cream you just do a little whipped cream on that or honestly, with this cake, you can eat it plain. 
I would eat chunks with my hands, except that it's just a little bit sticky, (laughs) but it would go great with like some sliced strawberries and some whipped cream. I've made it for Easter before. So I got some berries and some heavy cream just in preparation. So hopefully if my, if my passion fruits don't come in time, that's what I'm going to do. Oh no. No. I know we said, so we will, um, we will take a picture of what we make with it. Yep. And then we're going to peek behind the curtain, record and say what we made. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. What are you talking about? This is in, in real time. <laughs> it's all in real time. We're, we're going to go back to the studio and finish the recording right now. <laughs> all right. Well, what I want to know is how did they turn out? I've seen some pictures, but I want to hear the verdicts. Christy? Um, it turned out really good. And I had Googled what to do with... Because... In the past, I think that, so I think some people make strawberry shortcake with like a biscuit or mm-hmm. some kind of some shortcake. Yeah, shortcake or a pound cake even. But um, we used to have it with angel food cake, um, yeah. but it always got kind of like soggy. And so I wanted to find something else. And so I made a caramel cream toffee trifle. Oh, my God. Oh, it's... no, don't force me to eat that. It's <laughs> so good. I'll show you a picture. How Christy, your it? cake looked amazing. Your, it, it sure did. Aesthetically, you definitely the won beautiful. the beauty contest. Yes. I was a little bit nervous about it. No, it looked really good. Uh, it's, it's perfect. It smells really good. Yes, it does. The, yeah. Yes, I does. was a little bit nervous mm. because I left. I made the <gasps> caramel yes. cream. Yes, Christy. <laughs> I could have filled it up, but there's no way the three of us could eat all this before it gets all like soggy and stuff. So I did a half. Um, I left the caramel cream that I had made and the angel food cake cut up home and I left for the day and um, I had to leave very threatening notes. On the <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> you will die if you even look at this. Don't touch it. <laughs> Close your eyes. Yeah, but they they didn't. And Good. so now we get to have that after dinner or after, after with this recording, actually. What, what is the, did I miss what the crushed, is it a toffee on the top it's, or? It's Heath. Crushed yes. is Heath. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's very good. And then Yum. caramel, like heavy cream with brown sugar and vanilla. Mm-hmm. Um, why did I never that. think of doing that before? Because <laughs> it's so good. Um, yeah. And Yum. then you just layer. Um, yeah, yeah, that's beautiful. Mm. Um, All right, Hillary. Yes, um, I, I would say that uh, Meredith's and mine like got a little shaved on the sides. They're a little like less. They kind of stuck to the sides. But regardless, it tasted delicious. And my children had it for breakfast and an afternoon snack uh, <laughs> today. Um, they gave it. Well, I will post the video in Facebook, but. Rory gave it a nine a nine out of ten, and then Bridget said nine out of ten. But then I think she could see like feel my like really, and she <laughs> you said, said, "What's keeping it from being a ten? <laughs> yes, so you asked and, for it. and she's like, uh, "It's a ten. And then Rory said, "If I made whipped cream um, with it, then it would be a uh, ten point five out of ten. So I will take that. Um, mm-hmm. It is delicious, and actually, Christy, you reminded me. 
one time, you know, I make banana pudding so much in my trifle dish for various occasions. And one time my mom gave me one that was an angel food cake one, but it was with peanut butter cups and mm. peanut butter. I need to find that recipe because it was really, really, really Whoa. good. And I would totally do that with this. It was delicious. And yeah, angel food cake, peanut butter. I don't remember all of the stuff that goes into it, but it was really delicious. So um, I might good. have to do that. And I, yeah, and I agree. Like it's one of those recipes that's, not hard, but like low key in the details kind of hard where mm-hmm. you're like, oh, wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Well, you know, it's like so few. I mean, as you say, it's so few um, ingredients. So you kind of think, oh, this isn't that bad. But it's a lot of bowls are involved. A lot <laughs> of eggs. <laughs> and it's one of those things where you're like, oh, I can't mix this with this just yet. You know, it's a little bit. Um, yep kind of scary in that way a lot of sifting a lot of folding a lot of futziness just to get it right yep but it was delicious and it was worth it and you're right i it does taste better it tastes better Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. it does the texture is better every i i really was skeptical when you said that i'm like "Mm, but how much better could it be (laughs) i mean it's night and day yeah yeah yeah, totally. It is. Yeah, it's like a the store stuff cake, should almost. not even be called angel food cake. It's like a sponge, like yeah. an actual dish sponge. Mm-hmm. Well, now you know what it could <laughs> be, what you could have. <laughs> um, Meredith, did it survive the cats? It did. They didn't Yay. mess with it at all. Wow. wow. They're only interested Jeez. in the raw ingredients. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. No, I made it so they couldn't. I put it in the microwave um, overnight um, to, to, to cool. Um so that they were not able to get to it. Um, so, yeah, like Hillary said, mine stuck to the sides of the pan a little bit. Um, that's okay. It's that's part of the deal. Yeah, yeah, it was mine fine. Always looks I, a little ragged on the edges. Yeah, and I was expecting that. It, it just looked like it was less baked than it actually was. Yeah. <laughs> it was fully cooked through, um, but it tasted wonderful. It tastes like it's very um, meringue-like, which makes sense since it's very similar ingredients. It's like eating a big marshmallow mm-hmm. kind of yeah um so i woke up this morning and i i approached the cake and i was like wait a minute i don't know how to get this thing out of here <laughs> <laughs> i mean i know you said so i i you know i ran the knife around the edge um but like the 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 reason that the edges kind of stuck it they like it kind of shrunk you know away from the edges mm-hmm. so i was like do i run the knife around the which edge? <laughs> like There's which... a lot of surface area edges that you have to mm-hmm. contend with. Yeah, but it, I mean, it came out just fine. It was not, it was not a problem. And then I made, I had it for breakfast, actually. I made some whipped cream because I had some heavy cream in the fridge. And I bought some um, raspberries and strawberries and blueberries in preparation um, because my passion fruits didn't come yet. God damn it. Supply chain issues. <laughs> And, My uh, passion fruits haven't <laughs> arrived. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and it was so, so, so good. It's so good by itself, but that like elevated it um, quite a bit. It, it's very, very sweet. Yep. Um, and so I made the whipped cream with just a tiny bit of sugar, and that helped. Um, and then I had kind of a tummy ache because I shouldn't have really had that for breakfast, I don't think. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But I gave a little, I gave like a very, very tiny slice to Gregory when he got home 
and I don't think he's going into diabetic. <laughs> I think he's okay. Um, so, but he, he, he like got cartoon googly eyes over it. Um, so it was a big success. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. if it was denser, it would be just overpoweringly sweet. Yes. Yeah. The fact that it's so light really helps to keep it from being overwhelming. And it's, it's an interesting um, recipe. Uh, way to go cook's country because you do half the sugar in with the meringue and then mix half the sugar with the flour so that's i think why it's a little bit sticky yeah if you handle it because the the sugar is in in two ways oh yeah, yeah. it is pretty sticky yeah yeah it is. yep, mm-hmm. yep. I always think I'm just going to grab a hunk of it with my hands and eat it. And then I'm like, oh, I can't pick up my phone now. (laughs) No. Rory did. And I was like, please wash your hands right now, sir. But that was really fun. It was. I know. We're always like a little bit trepidatious, but then I think it's always fun. I always have a good time. Yeah. Well, and everything you guys have made has turned out great. Yeah. Well, you're a good teacher. Oh, thanks. Mm -hmm. You are. I still haven't learned to put the cats up before we start. (laughs) It was so funny watching them like come in in shifts to screw with you. (laughs) As soon as you got one in the basement, (laughs) the next one would saunter into view. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, half I half do it because I want them to behave, and I also half do it because I think it's kind of fun. <laughs> it is. It is. It's always enjoyable. Jerks. There was that one point where I was like, "Wonky, no!" Because <laughs> you were you were putting something in the sink. You were across the room with your back to the yeah. I didn't bowl. realize that she was about to eat all the egg yolks or something. No, Wonky, no! And I was like, I feel so powerless. <laughs> That was fun. Yeah, yeah. So that was great. Um, uh, Successful cakes were made by all. Yay. Yay. That, of course, leaves the question of the week, which is, what's your favorite cake, guys? (laughs) I know we've done pie. I know we've done other things, but... I would like some new cake recipes, please, and thank you. Hillary yeah. wants San Francisco recommendations yes. on <laughs> recipes for cake. Please. All the recommendations. Mm-hmm. All right. Should we do Teach You Recommends, Christy? Oh, yeah. That's speaking, me. Speaking of recommendations. Yes. Okay. I was a little reluctant to watch this show, and then I got multiple people that I trust said, okay, you have to watch this. And so I started it and I love it. And this might be a show that I'm going to watch a couple times. Oh, the whole thing. Oh. Um, our flag means death. Oh, it's on well, HBO. It sounds so fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's about a rich British man who leaves his family to become a pirate, but he's still a fancy man. Oh, um, I heard something about this. And I love everything that Taika Watiki does. Everything. Yeah. And he plays Blackbeard in this. He writes, directs it, stars in it. He's so good. Oh, my gosh. Well, first, he's very handsome. He is. Yeah. He's, he's so funny. It's really and unfair, frankly. It's yeah. really unfair. Yeah. So he's so handsome, so funny. Um, It's amazing. The first episode is a little, like, you have to get through it because there's a lot of backstory that you have to learn but every character is amazing the story is so great i mean all three of us were like how is this gonna end and that we were very on the edge of our seats i think we were all crying at one point but like out of happiness like 
everyone watch it. It's on HBO Max. Wow. All, right. All right. Cool. Currently. Yeah. Um, guys, I just saw um, from the local NPR station, it says the Food and Drug Administration said Wednesday that it is working with federal and local authorities on a multi-state, including Texas, outbreak of norovirus illness linked to raw oysters. See? Oh, yeah. See? Mm-hmm. They're the devil's food. <laughs> Sorry, Missy. I, think, I Yeah, that there was, um, I think here, 29 people got sick from Whoa. eating oysters at our Ugh. one restaurant. No. Ugh, gross. On that note, um, <laughs> go visit our website. It's thisshowhaseverything.com. Uh, please visit our Facebook group. That's where you can answer our question of the week and post anything you want. It's really fun. Our show Twitter is at tshishow. You can email us at tshishow at gmail.com. That is also where you can send us a voice memo, um, as people have been doing lately. Thank yes. you so much. Mm-hmm. It's great. We love it. Um, just attach it to your email. Um, you can also fax Bobby your butt at 617-354-8513. Thank you for joining us. And that was everything about angel food cake. Mm, I'm going to go have some. Me too.
really wants your butts, guys. <laughs> Has anyone butt. ever faxed him an actual butt? Well, we well, got some pictures of pe- of peaches one time that we were all like, "Is that a <laughs> like we dissected them for like hours?" Is that Technically, a Will sent a picture of the inside of his butt. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> Ew. Okay, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that amused me. <laughs> that was great. Send us your colonoscopy pictures. No, please don't. No, don't. <laughs> Send Bobby your colonoscopy pictures. Yep. I'm fine with colonoscopy pictures because then theoretically you've drunk the stuff that yep. clears you out. Yeah. yeah. You're very, yeah, no. very tidy. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll look at a clean shoot. <laughs> Can that be the show title? Yeah. 